Hello, Minnesota Twins fans, and welcome to episode 10 of Minnesota Twins Chat. I'm Trey Larson, and joining me here in studio is my dad, Craig Larson. How is it going tonight, Dave? It's going real well, Trey. Yeah, thanks for uh, joining us after a month's hiatus. Yeah, uh, we've had Yeah, we've had a couple episodes uh, released since you were gone. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, we had uh, the hosts of Michigan and Trumbo, Luke Jaconis and Alex Freeman, the Detroit Tigers podcast. And then before that, about three weeks ago, we had Don Wardwell back to uh, discuss some uh, sports topics. But anyway, Dad, I'd like to get into Pablo Lopez's perfect game last night. You know, the Twins have been playing better uh, of late since last Friday, but Pablo Lopez was the highlight. He threw a complete game shutout against the Kansas City Royals, one of the worst teams in the major leagues. And I know he had 12 strikeouts. I think he only wild three hits. Uh, what, what did you see from Lopez last night? Well, I think that, you know, he's got good stuff, but uh, those games that, that we've seen him have trouble in, he seems to have, and we talked about this earlier today, and I've heard it otherwise, too, he seems to have one inning that he has a hard time finding the plate, and he gets behind on the count, and he's thrown ball, you know, a lot of balls, walking guys, wild pitches, bean balls, and it just gets himself into trouble, and... That happened quite frequently, although the, last night he, he pitched really well last night. He had real good control and pitched a really good game. And the thing about that game, you know, Dad, is yes. we had the Kansas City, one of the worst teams in majors. But the other thing we have to think, you know, we have to remember about Pablo Lopez is there have been times where, he's, where all of a sudden he has a big inning where it's, where it's like a big hiccup and then he struggles. Yep. So last night it it was a different game. Yep, and he gave up four hits last night, but still no no walks. That'll always help a pitcher too. There you go, Noah. And, and he struck out twelve guys. I think he struck out six in a row at one point, didn't he? I believe you might be right. Yep. I, no, he was throwing the ball extremely well and locating it well, and I don't think he had too many three ball counts during the whole game. Of course, he he only pitched through a little over a hundred pitches, didn't he? Yep, I think it was actually 100 exactly. Okay. You know, there were some innings that were pretty quick in the game, too. Yep, exactly, you know, and people people might say, well, he's pitching against a, a poorer team. Well, I understand that, but those against the poorer teams, as I've mentioned before, if you expect to be a contending team, you need to beat the poorer teams on a regular basis, and the Twins are what gets this year against Kansas City 8-1 and one or something like that? Eight, um yeah, they're eight and one. So against Kansas City, they've d- done their job. Against some of the other poor teams, you know, they haven't done so well. But um, maybe they're. But also in the last, the Baltimore series on the road, and then now this right now, they they five and one. Yep, five and one yeah. in their last six games. So they've done well then, and and. Uh, He's seen some signs of the hitting breaking out, although was were not a couple of those games in Baltimore that were low scoring? Yep, Saturday's the last Saturday's game it was one nothing loss. And well lost, yes. 
Uh, no, no, excuse me. It was it was a one nothing victory for yep. the Twins, and then Sunday it was a two to one loss. Yep. So, and you, you look at those games, and it's been like that quite often during this year. You have opportunities at times to do something, and they just don't seem to get the job done. It's been better lately, but this is just a start. You need to improve upon what they've been doing lately and get better even what they have been. And, you know, I see the strikeouts the last, last, last night. I struck out nine times, which um, obviously they won the game, so you can't be real critical of it. But I still think nine strikeouts is too, too many strikeouts in a game. It's it's a little over a third of the outs. Yep, and sometimes we... Considering the fact they did not bat and bomb in eighth inning. Oh, there you go, too. You know, that's nine of the 24 outs the Twins made. Yep. So it's, it's it's even higher than a third then. You know, you'd like to get it down to six or eight, but you you got you to gotta get get the bat on the ball. You know, you don't put the ball in play. Um, your bat is not helping the team one bit, and it's been too often. And I'm not saying strikeouts are not a part of the game. They are, but not at the level the Twins are doing. Obviously, they're going at a record pace. In the games where they don't strike out as much, they seem to do a lot better. Yes, and speaking of record pace, we're talking about that. Uh, I I wrote down yes that currently they have 889 strikeouts. Wow. 889, and what are they? They played 80. I believe it's 88 games. 88 games. So they're right on pace at 10 a game yet. It's too much. Yep. You know, and it isn't just the strikeouts. You look at their um, batting averages, the guys who are playing, although they have, Correa's getting better, has been better, and Buxton's been hitting the ball extremely hard and doesn't have a whole lot of show for it sometimes, but he has at least been making contact, and he's been hitting the ball hard. One thing he did hurt is that with uh, Royce Lewis going down now with his, his little bleak strain. Yep. Which you know sometimes those can linger for a while too because he was playing well and hitting well. Yeah, they can linger, and uh, you know hopefully he'll be back by by the middle of August. What are, they, what are they saying for how the time period? A month at least, S- six to eight weeks. Mm. Yeah, you want to bring him back unless he's ready, because the same thing can happen again too. And yep. then, then you'll be spending more time out. Yeah, those those oblique strains they can be painful. I know, even, yeah. even just to recover from those. Yes, and yeah. I know Caleb Fiobar, He has a oh, oblique strain, and yep. I don't think there's any real timetable yet for him. Well, I hope they get him back. They need a left-hander who's reliable in the bullpen. Moran is, has been doing better, but you know, to have both Moran and Theobar in, in the bullpen is a big help. Yes, it is a big help. Um, and there are some guys who looks like they are maybe, you know, moving forward with their hitting. I know there'll be a couple of guys. Um, one guy who's been very consistent this year is Donovan Solano. He, he just, he's hitting about 280 right now, and he's got a lot of big hits for him. He got a big hit for him again the other night. So he might be one of the leaders in doubles, I think, too. And uh, Kepler looks like, you know, not saying he's, he's 218 right now, but certainly it's a lot better when he's less than 200. And Kreyev's up to 226. He was down about 200 at one time too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He and, was. And, you know, I, I just think these the players there are starting to turn to turn the corner. I hope so. You know, 
you know, the comments Rocco made last Wednesday after that Atlanta Braves, the, the loss to the Atlanta Braves, mm-hmm. you know, could could have had jarred the team a little bit. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the thing is, the way Rocco said it, though, I, I think he was kind of talking on both sides of his mouth because he did. He also said the Twins were putting in the effort and working hard before games. Well, why wasn't that not translated into in-game, you know, work? Re- results? Yeah. Or, or results. Yeah. And now they say that they're going to have the players more involved in the, you know, mis- you know in, in discussing stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. I, you know, because... Analytics don't tell you everything. I've I've said before on this program, and I've said it elsewhere too. That you know the analytics, they're just probabilities. They don't they do not take into consideration what is currently happening in the game. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I just wonder by having by by encouraging the players to be more involved mm-hmm. that. This is going to help translate into more success for the uh, ball club. Yep. Another guy who's hitting the ball pretty well lately is is Ryan is uh Ryan Jeffers. He's 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 a hit up. He's at two sixty four, which for a catcher is actually pretty good nowadays. And he's been hitting pretty well. He scored two of the Twins' runs last night too, and had one RBI too, and two hits. Oh, he hit him. Then he has home run too. But he you know, he's he's been doing okay lately. Yep, they're catching, especially defensively. I th- Jeffers has improved defensively quite a bit, and uh, Vasquez is a good defensive catcher. I think that uh, Twins would like to get a little more out of him offensively, especially the power numbers. He's, he had he has hit fifteen home runs or more, I think, a couple times in his career, hasn't he? Yeah, I think for one year, a couple of years ago, he had in the twenties. Okay, on Boston. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then one another thing about the Twins too that we haven't touched on that the they have been making more of an effort, taking advantage and stealing bases too. Although last time, last time we got two guys picked off first, which I know some people, some of them must have been asleep over there. But you can't have that. But and then overall, I think their stolen base percentage this year is is extremely high too. Is it's one of the highest in baseball where they've been successful? Yep. I don't know what the percentage is, but I think it's around. Might be in the mid eighties. Okay, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, well, they got they got some guys on the on the team, obviously, who are capable of stealing bases. Buxton and Michael A. Taylor and Willie Castro. There's probably other ones too. I'm not even thinking of right now, but you need to take advantage of those situations. It's huge to get it uh, to advance on to second base because then you're in scoring position. I was looking here. Before we got on, get going here tonight, I'm just check this out here again. Um, the Twins, I'm, uh, just the rankings of some things that were, I found quite interesting. Because um, they have team team batting average, and I mean team leaders, and but then they have uh, t- how the team ranks in certain areas. Yep. Batting average are 24th, runs 21st. Home runs eighth, which kind of surprises me. They've have 114 home runs. Wow. On base percentage of 23rd, slugging 16th. Then you go into the into the pitching side of things. ERA, team ERA. The Twins are first at three three point five five. Home runs allowed, they're fifth with 89. Uh, WHIP, which is what walks and hits in per inning pitch. Yep. 
they're first with 1.16, and batting average against, they're first. So their pitching's been doing the job. In- uh, um, I, I was surprised that they were actually leading in all those categories, except for the home runs allowed, which is their fifth, which is still pretty good. Which, you know, it tells you that the sometimes the hitting hasn't been doing as well as the pitching. Because those are pretty good numbers they have. And they are not, you know, only two games over 500 with those numbers. It was kind of surprising when I saw that. Kind of you, stuck out. You know, the, they, they have scored 375 runs, the, the Twins have. Mm-hmm. But if you take that divided by how many games you said they played? They have played 88. Dad's using a, a no, calculator. It is over four a game, but they've had some games. You think back where they scored, you know, ten or whatever, and the next game they don't score any. So they need their at bats need to be more consistent, and maybe we're on the right track now. Hopefully, we are. Yeah, because it just seems like before they were swinging at too many pitches up in the zone for oh, strike yeah. three, and right. that's and that maybe might be turning the corner. And also too many sliders that go outside the strike zone. They swing and miss that too. You know, they need to, they need to track the ball. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully Royce Lewis is not out for a real long period of time because they need him playing. Yep. Um, I know who they've called up, Jose Miranda again. He's been Defensively, he's been okay since he's been back. But offensively, he's got, he's got some work to do. So, anyway, I kind of want to circle back to Bailey Obers. No, not Bailey Obers. Um, Pablo Lopez's outing. Yeah. Does that change how you view the trade where we trade away, uh, trade away Luis Arise? Not, not one game. Not a chance. He's got to, he's got to pitch, you know, well below the second half of the season will we get like 15 starts or 14, 15 starts the rest of the year, something like that. Yep. And you know, some of these hiccups he's been having, I mean, one's or one, one or two of them is not the end of the world, but you can't have half the half of your starts be not so good. You know, if you expect, if you expect to win the division and advance, that's gotta be your goal is to win. And and he's you know obviously they have other good pitchers on the team too with um, Joe Ryan and Sonny Gray was Sonny Gray's pitched really well and should have a, a lot better record than what he has. But frequently the twins the same thing. Twins don't score any runs when he's pitching. Well, but one thing I will tell you is that Sonny Gray is going to be All Star game next Tuesday. Oh, you got yeah, he is. That's right. He's our only representative, right? Yes. Yep, and when you look at his record, uh, whatever he is, five and four or something, you wouldn't think he deserves to be on the All Star team with that. But if you but, look, at, look at it closer, the way he's pitched, and how he's every game he's a lot of most every game he's pitched, he's been pretty consistent. He's, his ERA is two point five. I think it's the lowest in the American League, isn't it? Of, Last year it was of start, second of starters. I think it's the lowest now. Huh. So, you no, know, he's he's pitched really good. Pitching is what's held them in, you know, in there to the point where they're at right now. It's not the hitting. The pitching has pretty been pretty consistent, and now we got Kenta back too, which is so far so good. 
and maybe this stint on the IL helped him out. That could be. They probably brought him too back too quick the last time, didn't they? Maybe. Yeah. Um, but right now, I mean, the last couple of games, he's pitched really well. Let's hope he keeps it going. Yep, that would, that would be certainly a help. And with the the other ones, Ryan and Lopez and Ober and Sonny Gray, you know, it's, it's, it looks like a, a pretty good starting rotation. Yeah, yeah, it is a pretty good starting rotation. And um, by the way, we. Got back uh, Jorge Lopez, who I guess yep. had been doing some mental issues over how he's been performing on the field. Yep. Well, hopefully he can get back on track, too. Yeah, I guess he's going to be continuing to see uh, a psychologist or whatever, or a therapist or okay. whatever you want to call it. So be nice not to totally every game in a crucial situation to have to rely on uh, Duran to come in. He can't pitch every game anyway. No, he can't. Um, so, and obviously last year, Jorge Lopez was a all-star too. He didn't pitch so well once we got him. No. In the trade, but this year he looked like he was really starting out well, and then something went haywire, and all of a sudden he couldn't find the plate in some games. And yep, he, and he's he's got good stuff, but you can't got to throw strikes. Yep. Well, I I don't think he had a while to run his first. 13 outings. I think that's right, yeah. And then, since then, his his ERA boomed to five. Huh. Or around five before he uh, went on the uh, IL for mental issues. Yeah. And I know he pitched the ninth inning of that Tuesday game. Okay. Yeah, I think I remember that. So, hopefully this is, this is an uh, improvement. Well, we look at the the ERAs of these starters we have right now. Pablo Lopez is three eight nine, which you know is not bad, but you'd like to be a better better than that is if he's going to be your ace. And Joe Ryan's three four two, Sonny Gray's two five zero, Bailey over two seven zero, which are all pretty good. Kent is as high right now because he started out so poorly this year, and he, then you brought him back. He got shelled with his five one eight, but these last the three starts he's made now. Um, I, I, I think it's two. Two. He pitched pretty well, though. Then, yeah, but I know one thing they are concerned about is Bailey Ober, because he's never thrown a hundred innings ever in his in his whole career. He's already at seventy six point two. So, and I, they, I know they're hoping that another guy who's at St. Paul. You know who I mean, too, don't you? Dallas Keuchel. Ke- yeah, Keuchel. Who I don't know if he pitched today or not, but they said in his first eight innings he's he are, he's given up one run in eight innings, which sounds pretty good, but it's not the major leagues either. But it's promising, definitely promising. So I mean, if get him back on track, plus he's a lefty too, which doesn't hurt, and it gives you some insurance in case somebody goes down. So. Yeah, the last six games, I mean, the one game was not very, very good. But other than that, they won five out of six. You'll take that any time. Yeah, you do. And coming out of the all-star break, which starts, um, this, we have the, what do we have now? Three against uh, Baltimore? Yep, three against Baltimore. And then 
when we come back, we'll be going out to Oakland to that dump out there huh. and play the Oakland Athletics. Okay. And then we go up to uh, Seattle and, All right. and play the Mariners. So, but um, what I would like to... Uh, I think where we should go next is, what do you think the keys to the second half? Well, well we have played more than half the schedule. What are the keys to the second half of the season? Well, I'd like to see the hitting keep improving. I'd like to see the pitching, you know, these stay, stay where it's at. I mean, the pitching has not been the problem, like I said. It's been the hitting and lack of clutch hits. You'd like to see that picked up, picking up and... Um, obviously, I think that we've got a couple people right now, especially if with uh, oh, he'll be out for a while with Royce Lewis, who looks like he's going to be a pretty good player. And then another guy, our second baseman, should be coming back pretty soon. Then, like you mentioned before, Theobar, too. Is there anybody else who's on the RL or the IL, whatever we call it? Yeah, but Rocco West. Um, well, Brock Stewart is on me. Oh, yeah. He is another fan. He was doing well, too, wasn't he? Yeah, he's doing well, but it sounds like things are going pretty well for him. And so he probably will be back at some point. Okay. I don't know when exactly. I don't think there's actually any time frame, but it sounds like things are going pretty well for him. And then Nick Gordon. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about him, too. I don't know what, what's going on with him. I have not heard a word about him. Have you? Well, what I read tonight is... I think he's starting to do some, uh, well, I I don't think he is, well, oh, uh, he uh, had the walking boot taken off. Okay. But I don't think he's actually began any on-field work. He might have been uh, doing some lifting and stuff when he had the uh, injury, but obviously not, not that leg. All right. I'm sure, but. Okay. So. Yeah, so I have a feeling that at some point they're going to ramp up his running and stuff like that. And he did not have, did he have surgery or not? I can't even remember. No, he did not have surgery. He had a fractured uh, shin, I think. All right. So. Okay. Yep. So then Brock Stewart, as, her, as I said before, he should be back soon. Well, probably not real soon, but I'm, but I'm sure coming up uh, in the next few weeks we'll probably get a better feel for where he's at with his recovery. Yeah, for the most part, he was throwing the ball really well, too. Yeah, he was. And then Jorge Polanco, yep. I think they, are, they might be starting to ramp up his uh, running and stuff like that, but I don't think... I have a feeling they're going to send him out on a rehab assignment. Hmm. So and that probably won't be happening for a little bit yet, but... Okay, well, I don't, it'd be nice to have him back. Yes. He is He is a difference maker. There's no doubt about that. And it just gives you some more flexibility with what's going on, too, as far as, you know, the second base position where Solano and Julian, Castro, has been other people who played there, too. That's about it. Oh, Farmer. Yep. Um, and Polanco's a good player. And he's a switch hitter. So Rocco can't be with his, I mean, his, yeah, his, analytics as far as left right matchups you know Polanco can play no matter who is pitching yep and I was just looking to see it this one's of the Baltimore and they have over going on tomorrow and then I believe on Saturday I think it's Sonny Gray yep 
you know, yeah. you have Sonny Gray and Sunday is um, Joe Ryan. So, um, the, I guess the pitchers have been doing pretty well going for him. So, to to finish out the first half of the season, you know, I wonder. And those games are at home too. Yep. You know, I wonder if the reason why Joe Ryan was not even picked for the All Star game, yeah, was because of the fact they could see that he was going to pitch on Sunday before. Might have been a part of it. I think that last didn't the last start of his didn't go too well either, did it? Mm, yeah, yeah. Before that, uh, before his last start, his previous start against the Braves did not go very well. Yeah, didn't he um, give up like six runs in an inning or something? It was not good, whatever it was. Yeah, it was not good. Is that the one where they hit all the home runs that game? Yep, I think he might give him four four runs one inning, but it might have been a couple of runs the next inning. Yeah, that was probably what it was. But all in all, he's pitched pretty well, too. So there are some things, the the promising things for the second half. You know, you got to cut down the strikeout stuff, and then they need to take advantage of situations with runners in scoring position, which they have not been good in. And certainly the bases loaded have not been real pretty most of the year either. Nope. They have not. Nope. So... Um, but they're in first place, so. And I think they have, a, they have to thank the fact that the American League Central has been a weak division this, this year. Yep, that's true. You know, he got the Cleveland Guardians. Yep, game and a half out. Yep, they they beat the Kansas City Royals at. Uh, right. Yep, at in Cleveland. Yep. So. They're our main competition right now, although Detroit's only six out and White Sox eight and a half, so Twin needs to widen their lead. Yep, and I think they my if memory serves me correct, I think they have a record of nine and eleven against those other Central Division teams. Ooh, okay. So and then eight and one against Kansas City? Might be nine and one actually. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. That's... Yeah, yeah, because I think now that I think of it, I think when Kansas City came here the last time Target Field, it was a four game series. Okay. All right. I I could be wrong, but I think that's that was what it was. Okay. I was, gonna, I was just looking earlier too, and I was going to ask you, who do you think is the who do you think maybe are the two teams that are the most surprising this year as far as how well they're doing? Boy, um, the one I think that stands out is Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah I I don't I think I don't think I would expect them to do as well as they're doing right now. I believe. They might be first in the National League Central. They, they are. They got, they're up in Milwaukee by, by two games. And then the other one, probably the Arizona Diamondbacks. I don't think I would expect the San Francisco Giants to do that as well as they have, but yeah. I, I'm probably more surprised at Arizona with their, with their young team. Yep. And... So those are probably my two biggest surprises. I, I I will add one other one too. The Miami Marlins are are in second place. They're fifty one and thirty eight this year, which is I don't think anybody would have expected that out of them. But they're obviously playing in the division with the hottest team in baseball in Atlanta Braves right now. We're thirty games over five hundred. So you know it's probably a toss up between Miami and Arizona. Yeah. Well, I'm probably leaning towards Arizona. I I I think Miami. They have similar records. The records are almost identical. Yep, but but I think I would have thought Miami would have done maybe not as well as they have, but I thought they would have been doing done better than 
Arizona. Yes. And um, another team that, well, Baltimore went 50. They're they're second place in the American League East right now. So they're 51 and 35. They've gotten a lot of good performances out of young players, haven't they? Yep. And Houston, did Houston not start out very well this year? But now they're 10 up on 10 over 500. Only two games behind Texas now, too. Yeah, but Houston kind of was slow, but I think they they have improved a lot. So that should be an interesting race yes. in, in the American League West, I think, to finish out the season. Texas, you know, I watch out. I think Texas is for real this year. Yeah. I, I, I didn't necessarily think that at the start of the season, though you kind of wondered. Mm-hmm. But... Texas is for real. Yeah, they certainly played well so far. But, you know, a lot of games left. But those those teams, is the ones we mentioned, you mentioned, and I added a, you know, also with Miami. And, you know, some teams that have been done really well this year, which you never know in baseball or any sport. You make all the, see all the predictions before the year starts, and most often they're never right. Yeah, yeah, like I, I expected San Diego to be yeah, in the race. Go. yeah. Well, they're not. No. Now they have guys injured, I think, too, don't they? I think you might be right. I don't know who's all injured before, for them, but... I thought that somebody the other, the other night on... I think they're on... Were they on TV on Sunday night or something or other this week, last weekend? Um, weren't Saturday? they on... Saturday? Well, I, I know you had them on TV on Tuesday. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I can't remember who got hurt on their team, but it's one of their stars, too. I don't know if he's out for a long time, and of course on... One star was out for quite some time is Mike Trout. Oh, that's you're you're talking about the Angels, Dad. Yeah, the Angels, yeah. But I mean San Diego too. I think I had a guy who got hurt too in that. They played each other that game, didn't they? Yep. Yep. So So yeah, injuries can create a you know, derail teams pretty easily. So yeah, I, f- I think we're going to have to re- re- revise our predictions as who's going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, well, it'd be hard. Well, you can say, look at the thing right now, but um, you still got whatever number of games left, 75 or whatever it is. Yeah, for a reason, I don't think Cincinnati's going to necessarily be in the postseason, but you know what? Yeah. Here's, a, here's the beauty of it this year. They are going to have three wild cards like they did last yep, year. True. So yep. Maybe don't count out Cincinnati for a wild card spot. Nope. And another team that, you know, obviously the Dodgers are 48 and 30, and everybody thinks they're, you know, going to do really well. They got guys hurt again. They do, don't they? Is Keigel out? I'm not Ty Keigel, but Kershaw out? Yep. He, Kurt, Kershaw's out. Bueller is out too, isn't he? Yep. And I think another one of the starters. So he's too. Done. Oh, that Dustin May. He yep, out. He's out. He's he out for the season? I believe so. I think he had. He, that was. The Tommy John uh, waiting list, wasn't it? Yeah, the Tommy John customer list. Yeah. Um, we should uh, tell the listeners about about a column Royce wrote way back, probably three weeks ago, wasn't it? Something like that. Well, he referenced the, the pitchers that we have gotten in, in some of the trades, like Tyler Maui. Yep, the Twins, yep. Yep, yep, pa- of the Twins. Paddock. Paddock. As Tommy John customer list candidates, I can't remember the, the exact wording he used, but he referenced the famous being on a Tommy John customer list. Yeah, and well, Mahato was that too. He's, but he's, you know, recovered from his now. Yep. I mean, wasn't there another couple more too in there? I think there was. Oh, 
Is Akala on the Tommy John list or not? Akala, I don't, I don't know if he was actually mentioned. Okay, I don't. Did he have Tommy John? No, but he, I. He's got a serious arm injury though, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he has something called a radius okay. fracture. Hmm. So that hurt when he went down because he's promising when he's pitching, but he's got to be healthy. Yep. Just, just thinking here, you know, the you got the All Star break coming up. The Twins play in Baltimore, three games at at Target Field, right? Yep, three games at Target Field. Um, let's see what else I was going to say here. So I looked a little bit at the schedule right after the break. Do you know who they play after the break? Do you remember it all or not? Um, I mentioned that we went to Oakland and been Seattle. Okay, yep. I think there's some of those games. Yep. I've been wonder if we come back and play the White Sox. Um, Oakland, Seattle, yep, White Sox. Then Seattle becomes in the yeah. snow. And you got Seattle again, and then Kansas City again. That finishes out July. There you go. Yep. So, yep, Twins can get on a roll. Yep, that's what we need. Yes, it is. So. You know, the key is to win series. Exactly. Yep, and avoid slumps. There you go. And just staying healthy wouldn't hurt either. Yep. So just stay off the RL. There, that's that's gonna be key. I mean, that's that's been the thing that's been hurting us a lot is the yep. fact that we've had several players throughout the season so far on the Rocco uh via Rocco list. Well let's hope that we can see um what was expected to be the regular team, meaning Planco being healthy. Um, for more than a few games, yep, and the other players staying healthy, so that what you consumed you know, or thought was going to be the regular players playing are playing, and get Royce Lewis back too, and then see what we got then. For sure, it might be a lot of fun. There you go. So anyway, that gonna do it. I think so. Yep. So, well, folks. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Dad, for joining us here in the studio. You betcha. Yep. Uh, we'll probably do this again, I don't know when, uh, maybe in three weeks. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens here if uh, activities. If you'd like to contact the show, just send us an email. The email address is mntwinschat, the number 48, at gmail.com. It's mntwinschat the number 48 at gmail.com and also subscribe to however you found this podcast I finally got up and up on uh, some of the podcasting platform podcasting the platforms I have not gotten to so it's up on Apple Spotify TuneIn iHeartRadio you name it it's probably it's probably going to be there if it's one of the more popular uh, podcasting platforms. So, and uh, if you're not sure where to find the podcast, just go to mntwinschat.podbean.com. Again, the website is mntwinschat.podbean.com. That is P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. And there you will find a list of where this podcast is 
on. Now, for my dad, Craig Larson. I am a Trey Larson. So on, everybody.